RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, the chief executive calls on the public not to step up action over the extradition bill. Executive Councillor Regina Ibb says Hong Kong won't honour further extradition requests from jurisdictions that fail to protect a suspect's rights. And Democratic Party lawmaker Ted Hoy escapes jail in the alleged phone-snatching case. Chief Executive Carrie Lam is urging people to refrain from what she described as radical action against the extradition bill. A growing number of businesses say they'll strike tomorrow when the contentious bill has its second reading in LegCo. Some parents, teachers and students have said they'll boycott classes. Mrs Lam says there were violent clashes involving young people after Sunday's rally. She said people should consider whether further acts benefit the public. When it comes to important policies and legal issues like this, no civilized society wants to see youngsters pushed to the front line and taking radical action. I urge schools, parents, groups, companies and unions to carefully consider if they call for such radical acts, what good would it do for Hong Kong society and our youth? Especially in recent years, with court rulings following radical action, everyone should know there are legal consequences if you break the law. These consequences have a huge impact for adults or youngsters. Liberal Party leader Felix Chung says his party supports the government's extradition bill despite Sunday's protest. He says the concessions granted by government should minimise any negative impact the bill would have on the business sector. Mr Chung says the government has responsibility to respond to the protesters. Critics of the extradition bill fear suspects sent to the mainland won't be able to get a fair trial. Mr Chung also questioned the wisdom of businesses striking tomorrow. I don't think it will work. That the harm will, will be done to themselves because they lost a day of business. Will that affect the decisions of the government? I, I don't think so at all. But I, I do respect the point of view and respect why they think about doing a strike for tomorrow. But over 40 social welfare and religious groups are calling for a strike. They want people to leave work and join a rally outside the Legislative Council tomorrow when lawmakers will debate the extradition bill. Labour Party legislator Fernando Cheng, co-organiser of the protest, says he expects 2,000 social workers to take part. He said emergency services would be maintained. Here's Mr Cheng. That in the social work profession, we should pursue social justice. And this particular bill threatens not only social, social justice, but every person's safety and the general rule of law in Hong Kong. Um, so we will take this one-day strike tomorrow, but we are organising a more widespread strike in the days to come. Executive Councillor Regina Ip says Hong Kong won't honour further extradition requests from jurisdictions that fail to protect the suspect's rights. New People's Party chairwoman was responding to a comment from Civic Party lawmaker Alvin Young, who had questioned whether the government could protect the rights of fugitives sent to the mainland. There will not be any further rendition between us and that jurisdiction. If you are unable to keep your problems, we will not deal with them again. Democratic Party lawmaker Ted Hoy has been sentenced to 240 hours of community service and fined $3,800 for snatching a mobile phone from an official in LegCo last year. 
Mr Hoy had earlier expressed concern that he wouldn't be able to attend tomorrow's reading of the extradition bill in Legco if a custodial sentence were to be imposed. Mr Hoy was convicted last month in Eastern Court on all three charges of common assault, obstructing a public officer and accessing a computer with dishonest intent over the incident. Speaking after the sentencing, Mr Hoy said he would rethink his methods in Legco. The case won't stop me from fighting at all. From all the struggle in inside or outside Legco, I won't stop. But of course, there are better ways of doing it. And that's something I need to rethink and review. And I, I promise that I won't let my friends and all the Hong Kong people, I won't let them down. The chairman of the Democratic Party, Wu Chi Wai, says Ted Hoy's party membership remains suspended until an internal disciplinary group finishes its work and core party members consider its recommendations. Um, we will still go through the uh, disciplinary committee's procedures and then we get the results from the disciplinary co- um, committees and we will consider their recommendation and then we will have our uh, final decisions in the central committees. Up to this moment, Ted Hu's uh, status will still be uh, suspended. We will do it as soon as possible, but no, say we will let uh, disciplinary committees to do their work uh, according to procedures. Mainland officials say record levels of rainfall for June in the south of the country have left five people dead and stranded thousands. Hundreds of homes and thousands of hectares of crops have been destroyed. State media reports say the downpours are expected to continue for another four days. One town in Guizhou province was submerged under more than two metres of water. Power cuts and severe damage to infrastructure have affected tens of thousands of people. Human Rights Group report based on testimonies from more than 600 North Korean defectors says the communist state continues to carry out public executions to intimidate its citizens. The assessment by the South Korea-based Transitional Justice Working Group documents hundreds of public executions over several decades. Locations included marketplaces and school grounds and offences range from stealing a cow to watching South Korean television. The Mexican foreign minister says there may be a need for a regional solution if measures to reduce the flow of migrants heading for the United States aren't successful. Marcela Ebrard said discussions would begin with Brazil, Panama and Guatemala, Latin American countries currently used by migrants as transit points. The US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said Washington was still prepared to impose tariffs on Mexican goods if not enough progress was made. You saw that the announcement was that the president would uh, indefinitely suspend the tariffs. That means if it's the case that we're not making sufficient progress, that there's risk that those tariffs will go back in place. A powerful committee led by Democrats in the U.S. House of Representatives says it's reached a deal with the Justice Department to review selected background evidence from the investigation into Russian election interference. The Mueller probe cleared Donald Trump's campaign of colluding with the Kremlin, but did not conclude whether he might have obstructed justice. Here's the BBC's Gary O'Donoghue. Democrats on Capitol Hill have issued a number of separate subpoenas to extract documents and testimony from the Trump administration, so far without joy. The House Judiciary Committee was preparing to go to court to enforce its subpoena, but that is now on hold for the time being as a result of this agreement. The committee's chairman, Jerry Nadler, said he expected the first documents to be delivered within hours. Democrats are keen to examine the underlying evidence around a dozen or so incidents relating to allegations that the president tried to end the investigation. A helicopter has crashed into a 54-storey building in Manhattan in poor visibility, killing one person, believed to have been the pilot. Fire on the roof was quickly contained. 
The mayor, Bill de Blasio, said an investigation into the cause of the incident had begun, but there was no indication of a link to terrorism. There were no other injuries that we know of at this point in time to anyone in the building or on the ground. And I want to say uh, thank God for that. This could have been a much worse incident. And thank God no other people were injured in this absolutely shocking, stunning incident. A group representing victims of sexual abuse by priests has called for a Roman Catholic cardinal to step down from his role as president of the U.S. Bishops' Conference. Cardinal Daniel DiNardo denies accusations that he protected his deputy who allegedly manipulated a woman into a sexual relationship and then counselled her husband on their marriage. Michael Norris of the Survivors Network of Those Abused by Priests said Cardinal DiNardo no longer had the moral authority to preside over bishops. What is Cardinal DiNardo doing about this? Nothing. So based on this information, I don't believe that Cardinal DiNardo has the leadership or the moral authority to, to solve this problem. And yet he's trying to lead us out of it. Give me a break. And you know, what's, what, what I find disturbing is that this is only what's available on the public record. Ten final candidates have been named to replace Theresa May as leader of Britain's Conservative Party and become the next Prime Minister. The names include the current frontrunner, former Foreign Secretary Boris Johnson. The key issue facing them is how to grapple with the country's planned departure from the European Union. It's the BBC's Rob Watson. You can't help thinking that with the country as divided as it is and with the international community as sceptical about Brexit as, as it is, that it is the most poisoned of poison chalices. As far as I can make out, none of them have yet really clearly explained how on earth they're going to succeed where Theresa May failed in delivering Brexit. You can't help feeling that this, this moment in British history requires some absolutely sort of towering figure, someone with the, the most almighty personality to bring us all back together. And you kind of think all of them are going to struggle with that. You know, maybe anyone would. Scientists have identified over 570 species of plant that have become extinct in the last 250 years, and so the true figure may be far higher. Here's the BBC's Danny Eberhard. The figures are sobering. Four times as many plant species are known to have gone extinct than previously thought. It's more than twice the comparable number for birds, mammals and amphibians combined. The scientists estimate plants are disappearing at a rate up to 500 times faster than what was happening on Earth before humans appeared. Even that, they fear, might be an underestimate. They point out that most of us can name an animal or bird that's gone extinct in recent centuries. The dodo, perhaps. But few can do the same for a plant. Try the chilli sandalwood, the St Helena olive or the banded trinity an extraordinary plant with no leaves and whose flowers alone poked above ground. Scientists have matched DNA from nearly 30 grape seeds found in Iron Age, Roman and medieval archaeological sites across France to a genetic database of modern grapevines. They show many famous grapes are closely genetically related to varieties that were known to the Romans. Business news, and a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 27,795. That's 213 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $48 billion. Currencies, US dollars trading at 108.59 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 13 cents. And the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 93 cents. Sport now, and here's Joanne Wong.
We start with basketball. The Toronto Raptors had a chance to claim their first NBA championship in franchise history in front of their home crowd, but came up short as the Golden State Warriors edged Game Five, 106-105. Steph Curry scored 31 points and Klay Thompson added 26 in a season-saving performance that cuts the Raptors' lead to 3-2 and sends the series back to Oakland for Game Six on Friday morning, Hong Kong time. Game Seven, if it's needed, will be back in Toronto on Monday morning. At the Women's World Cup in France, Japan have dropped a surprise point to Argentina. The 2015 runners-up were held nil-nil in Paris, as the BBC's Katie Smith reports. Is a promising and young Japanese side, as we said, 17 of the 23 players、uh, competing in their first ever World Cup, but ultimately frustrated by Argentina's very strong and stubborn defence. There's a lot of clinical passing from the Japanese. We've got used to their possession game, but ultimately no end product, which is credit to Argentina, who showed complete commitment and discipline in their backline. In Montpellier, Canada extended their unbeaten record in 2019 with a 1-0 win over Cameroon. The BBC's Mimi. Fawaz was watching. It's not the start that Cameroon had hoped for coming into this match against Canada. It's their second time making an appearance here at the Women's World Cup. They didn't start one of their biggest stars, Gael Onganamuit, and it looked at the beginning that Canada were putting a lot of pressure on Cameroon and were very dangerous in that first half. There were some signs of. Good performances from Cameroon in the defense, very solid for me. But Kadisha Buchanan, just a minute to halftime, got the goal ahead for Canada. In European Championship qualifying, Sergio Ramos and Alvaro Morata both scored penalties as Spain beat Sweden 3-0 to maintain their 100% record in Group F. They are now five points clear of second-placed Sweden with four wins. Kosovo are third with five points after claiming their first-ever win in a qualifier. They fought back to beat Bulgaria 3-2 in Sofia, thanks to a goal in added time by substitute Alba Rashani. At the Cricket World Cup, rain has seen the match between South Africa and West Indies abandoned. Only seven overs were bowled at Southampton before the game was called off. Each team will get one point. India rounder Yuvraj Singh has retired from the international game at 37 years of age. He played 40 tests, 304 one-day internationals, and 58 T20s in his 13-year career for India. The BBC's Janavi Morey says his retirement announcement was an emotional moment. It was because Yuvraj Singh is a name that evokes emotions among most of the Indians, and not just the Indians, but most of the cricket fans.、Uh, because always, whenever he played, he played with passion. He sort of changed the game in India, and、uh, he has given so many victorious moments,、uh, especially to the Indian cricket fans. And that was your look at sport. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Chief Executive calls on the public not to step up action over the extradition bill. Executive Councillor Regina Ip says Hong Kong won't honour further extradition requests from jurisdictions that fail to protect a suspect's rights. And Democratic Party lawmaker Ted Hoy escapes jail in the Legco phone snatching case. And that's the news from RTHK.
just like this. 